When someone says the word disaster, what do you think of? Hi, I'm Bryant Wright, president of Sin Relief. For most people, a disaster is something you watch on the news. And while it's a terrible thing to see, it can be an easy thing to forget about once the news media moves on to the next crisis. But if you're one of those people who's lived through a hurricane or a tornado or a wildfire, sometimes it can take years to repair the physical and emotional damage that's left behind. In this episode of Stories of Hope, we'll take you to a community in North Carolina that was hit with two hurricanes in two years. And now, because time has not healed all their wounds, the churches in the area have gotten together and decided to do something drastic. Here's their story of hope. It's been difficult because you never know what's next. Because everything in Robinson County is a crisis because you're dealing with a very poor county. Maybe, I think it is the poorest county in North Carolina. And most of these people are just struggling. Great people just just don't have a way to step on out to anything better. Robinson County sits along the North Carolina coastline. Any given day could be a crisis in the lives of many of the people who live there. So when Hurricane Matthew struck in 2016, it devastated families who were already on the edge. There are some of the roads that are just still impassable at at times, depending on the rain. Most places do not have paved driveways or gravel driveways or culverts. So when it floods, the flooding's gonna come all the way up into their, their doorstep, their houses. And after Matthew, there was Florence. When it hit two years later, despite a lot of outside help, homes and lives here had still not recovered. When Matthew hit, it devastated this county particularly. As a matter of fact, we actually did a conversation with some folks on post-traumatic stress disorder because the entire county has PTSD. You could see it clouding up to rain and you could feel the tension that people were having because they just couldn't take another flood. Stories of Hope is a podcast about people who meet needs and change lives. In this episode, in Robinson County, North Carolina, the Association and the Women's Missionary Union saw a need to respond with a bigger vision. From Send Relief, this is Stories of Hope, Episode 58, Dark Clouds and Dirty Socks. The churches in the Robinson Baptist Association looked a lot like the families here. Small, rural, spread out, and barely keeping their heads above water. Alan Taylor is the mission strategist for the association. Churches, I think, do the best they can on these things. They're trying to help people. They're trying to do what they can do. But the need, frankly, is overwhelming. Alan's wife, Deborah, is the North Carolina WMU director. It was very disjointed. Um, People did not necessarily think of it as one united association or one united um, body um, of Christ. And so the hurricane has helped us to be able to do that, that we've come together for for one mission. Virtually all divisions that might be around just kind of fell away. 
It was time to it was time to help people and time to fix problems. Because we had had two hurricanes, we had not actually finished recovery from the, from the first one. And so instead of just having the trailer that would come in for just, you know, six weeks to serve food till people were kind of back up where they were, we realized that we needed more long term. The disaster relief part always was to tear it out, get it cleaned up. Uh, but now North Carolina Baptist decided, hey, let's fix some houses. Let's get them, let's get them back. So the North Carolina Baptists on Mission established the Rebuild Center. It's a long-term ministry center that can house and feed up to 200 volunteers who come from across the state and lots of other places too. Those volunteer teams remove mud and mold, hang drywall, paint, and do plumbing. Basically, they are putting the families here in a better place than they were even before the hurricanes. They actually have strategized and made these things permanent uh, mission sites. And when we do that, we do the cooperation together, things begin to work an awful lot better. The churches, the churches have responded. And that's kind of been the attitude, I think, all the way around. It needs to be done, let's do it. But it's first and foremost a vehicle to share the gospel. Jay and Ashley Baum are the site coordinators for the Rebuild Center. Ashley says even though it's been three years since the last hurricane, there's still a lot left to do. Well, with our track record, we're hoping there's not another hurricane, but it's here. If it if it happens again, it's huge. We have probably around 80 homes still that need to be done. We've probably got another year and a half to two years with just Florence. It's, it's taken a while, a lot longer than expected. The Rebuild Center is not just for teams who come from elsewhere. It has also been a serving point for mission volunteers from the local churches in the Robinson Association. The heart of those workers are the women in the WMU who Deborah Taylor helped recruit. WMU um, has a heart, obviously, to, to meet needs for, for missions, but we want to, to make disciples then who will go and make other disciples and to be on that. And whatever way we happen to be able to do that. So it's been a, a great, community coming together to say, okay, here's this need. Where can I plug in? What can I do? Can I pray for it? Can I give financially to it? One ministry that belongs exclusively to the local WMU volunteers is the laundry and cleaning ministry. Two or three times a week, Women from area churches scrub toilets, mop floors, and wash the clothes for the mission teams. The initial part, of course, was washing clothes for just people who were homeless and needed help, but also the volunteers because they're in, you know, terrible situations. You're in, in mold, mildew, you're pulling out insulation, mud, and just to try to keep everyone healthy. The laundry ministry is not glamorous. Ashley Bauman struggled with asking the women to do what seemed like a lowly task. At first I felt guilty for getting them to come do laundry and cleaning and stuff, but that's their, their act of service and that's, that's just their gift that they have. I think the biggest thing you can learn is that there's something everyone can do to help serve. 
For Deborah, every act of service is an opportunity to share Jesus. As the women are washing and folding the clothes, they pray over each load and pin a Bible verse on each laundry bag. We see it as a ministry. We see it as our way of um, serving Christ, loving our neighbor here, and I can be that missionary to them. If I can give you um, a clean load of laundry, maybe it's got a Bible verse written on that laundry bag that connects you there, a smile, or just to take a deep breath of something that smells fresh and clean and good, and then I can, can you know, introduce you to, oh, let me tell you about the living water. I think it just it helps us all to be, to be humble um, and to realize the servanthood we know we're always told to be disciples and, and to follow Jesus' example. And if he washed dirty feet, then I can certainly wash dirty socks. <laughs> Many of the families of Robeson County still may get anxious when they see dark clouds start to gather. But they know they have someone at the Baptist Rebuild Center who cares about them. And they also know that it is the love of Jesus that compels them to be there. Basically, it's the WMU and the Baptist on Missions. And, you know, both of those groups are working together and the association does what we do, what we can do. And uh, it's, it's just, it just is that cooperation is, is the middle name of what we're supposed to do anyway. The Baptist Rebuild Center is always looking for volunteer mission teams. If you'd like to learn more about how you and your church can serve there, you can visit them online at baptistonmission.org. And if you'd like more ministry ideas or if you're looking for practical advice on how you and your church can respond to crisis, visit Sin Relief online at sinrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify podcasts and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you've liked what you've heard, rate us. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. This is Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. Join me in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.